The Bible tells us that prayer before God is like incense, and the lifting of hands is as the evening sacrifice. The fruit of our lips is also called a sacrifice of praise to God, which we are to continually offer to Him. This means that God wants us to offer prayers that are well pleasing to Him, but not just any prayer pleases God. So, how can we ensure that our prayers are both effective and acceptable to God? Let us take a look at some guidelines from the Bible. The act of prayer itself requires faith, and without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who seek Him. So, in order to pray, we need to not only have faith in God's existence, but to also believe that His nature is good and faithful. Jesus promised, "And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing." You will receive, but if we have doubt, we are like waves of the sea, unstable, and should not think that we will receive anything from the Lord. This is why, during His ministry on earth, Jesus placed great emphasis on having faith, and often performed miracles of healing according to a person's measure of faith. Therefore, having faith is key to a prayer that is both effective and pleasing to God. Jesus said that when we pray, we do not need to use many words or to make long prayers for the sake of appearance. This means that genuine prayer from the heart is much more important than the outward form of prayer. God looks at what is in our hearts and desires that we pray sincerely and not hide anything from Him. This reassures us that we can and should openly pour out our hearts and souls to God when we pray. As one psalmist wrote, "I cry out with my whole heart, 'Hear me, O Lord.' Moreover, we can cast all our worries, fears, and emotions upon Him, because He cares for us. According to God's promise, we will find Him when we search for Him with all our hearts." James chapter four verse six says that God resists the proud. But gives grace to the humble. The main difference between the proud and the humble is that the humble recognize their lowly state before God and plead for His help. The proud, on the other hand, do not think they need God. God said in Second Chronicles chapter seven verse fourteen, "If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven." And will forgive their sin and heal their land. This tells us that being humble does not only involve seeking God, but also repenting of our sins. Therefore, in order for Him to listen to our prayers and heal us, it is important for us to return to the right path and to reconcile ourselves with God. Jesus once told His disciples a parable to show that they must always pray and not lose heart. Perseverance does not only refer to how frequently we pray, but also refers to the attitude of not being discouraged nor wanting to give up. Sometimes it may seem as though our prayers are not being answered, but this is why faith is so important. Faith is what motivates us to persevere and keep on praying, even when there seems to be no hope. God never disappoints. When we are in need of justice, God will quickly and surely. Act on our behalf because of His own righteousness. 
In another one of his parables, Jesus taught that if we really need something, we would not only ask with persistence, but even with shamelessness. The point is that being shameless can help us get what we need from other people. So why wouldn't we ask God in the same way if He loves us and only wants to give us what is best? God is our heavenly Father, so we do not need to feel shy or embarrassed to continually present our requests to Him. In fact, this is what Jesus wants us to do. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Asking, seeking, and knocking are not one-time actions; rather, they are continuous actions with the promise that God will surely give us what we ask, not because He needs to appease us, but because He truly loves us. Furthermore, perseverance means that we need to always be devoted to prayer, whether in times of peace or affliction, and to remain steadfast in it throughout our lives as Christians. During Jesus' final days on earth, he frequently told his disciples to watch and pray. In order for us to pray effectively, we need to be watchful in the spiritual sense. The Greek word for watchful means to be on guard against a threat, constantly ready, self-controlled, wide awake, alert, and vigilant. Jesus explained that we need to be watchful in prayer so that we will not enter into temptation. Because our flesh is weak and vulnerable, we need to constantly be on guard and ask God to strengthen us with His might, so that we can escape from evil and withstand the wiles of the devil. Without constant prayer and help from God, we can easily lose watchfulness by indulging in our fleshly desires, not having self-control, and being burdened by the worries of daily life. Prayer is directly connected to our lifestyle, which means that we cannot be fully occupied by the world and be vigilant in prayer at the same time. As much as Jesus was concerned about his disciples, he too cares about our spiritual life and wants us to carefully guard it through the practical means of prayer. The ultimate goal of being watchful is to be ready to stand before the Lord when He comes again. Therefore, one way to be watchful in prayer is to be spiritually aware that the end is near. Another way is to pray in the Spirit at all times. For more information on this topic, please watch our next video. Jesus taught his disciples to pray by first saying, "Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." Each of these petitions teach us that showing reverence to God should be our first priority. Then the rest of our prayer, including any supplications we make, should be followed by submission to His will. In other words, submission means to put God's will ahead of our own will. John tells us that our confidence in God is this: if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. However, submission means that even if we do not receive what we ask for, we still need to submit to His will, just as Jesus did when He prayed in Gethsemane, saying, "O my Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as You will." On many levels, submission is often the hardest attitude to carry out in prayer because it encompasses all of the right attitudes to have, and requires us to completely surrender our own will to accept the will of God.